Greetings and greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I am your host, Sarah Brando, Immortal Brando, Brandon, whichever you prefer. Uh, I'm a residential black host of the Infinite Animal Syndicate. I'm here by by these lovely people to talk about Dino Crisis. It's episode discussion, so yeah, there's that. Uh, introduce yourself, uh, Renegade. Yep. You okay, Dom, you go first, then. Damn it. Hi. Hey, hey I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I was oh, okay. I was saying that <laughs> Capcom put in a lot of work with Regina's booty and I love it. <laughs> How's it going, everyone? Hey, hey. So, All right, Dom, you go. So as I was saying, hi, I've I've played Dino Crisis, played Dino Crisis 2, but, and I've kind of played Dino Stalker and Dino Crisis 3, but we'll get into that. All right, uh, Nemesis. What's going on, guys? Nemesis here, back again with uh, Renegade, Operatives, Bile, uh, Devil Dom, and uh, it's glad to be here. I'm a huge Donald Crisis fan, a uh, huge Resident Evil fan. Um, but yeah, uh, thanks for having me on again. It's uh, really appreciated. All right, uh, Diva. I'm going to call you Diva. <laughs> anyway, how's it going, guys? Uh, is that is um, hey Deva? Actually, it's a play on words. Anyways, I'll t I'll tell you guys more about it later. But anyways, I just want to say thank you guys for having me here again. And I do love me some Dino Crisis, so I'm really excited for this podcast. All right, all right, good. All right, to start off this discussion, I'll read number one. What is your first experience with Dino Crisis? Did you enjoy the influence of the gameplay, more or less of Resident Evil? Uh, for what they introduced explain what made you um what made um it uh i just think that i'm playable sorry enjoyable uh, I, I apologize for that i'm tired uh i'll go first actually because mine is kind of similar to other franchises i got into uh i started with dino crosses two i believe or it was the first one i think it was two around the same time i played resident evil 3 and the democratic franchise back in 2008 because my again my mom's friend was over and he had like this buttload of games in his binder case so i was playing through them and i came across dino crosses and resident evil and then devil may cry so i didn't get back into the franchise until around maybe 2014 through 2016 when i hacked my psv so i was able to get the ps1 classics mm. and since then i i you know then off and off playing the game, especially the second one, because I think it's more straightforward than the first one, which is why I played that one more. Mm, yeah. All right. Um, I, I guess I'll go next. Uh, actually, my first experience with Dino Crisis was actually when I used to live in the Philippines, and my family used to own a computer shop. It's kind of like an internet cafe, but instead we have like PlayStations and all that. And <laughs> I remember... For, I, I forgot which Resident Evil it was, but there was like a little demo trailer with one of the Resident Evil specials, and it showed like a quick trailer of Dino Crisis, right? And everybody was literally saying, this is Resident Evil with dinosaurs. So got playing the first one, and I mean, it literally did, did feel like Resident Evil just with dinosaurs overall. You know, it had the puzzles, it had like the darker theme, slow, slow paced. But, you know, and then we go to, but which I think we'll get into that a little bit later. But overall, it was really enjoyable. Loved the puzzles. It was a little bit more challenging in certain aspects compared to regular Resident Evil. And overall, it was a great game. 
Uh, my first experience with Dino Crisis when I first found out about it, um, this was back uh, during the era of Resident Evil 3. Um, there is There was a demo trailer uh, that I saw, and uh, I didn't know what it was at first, so I ended up uh, checking that out, and once I found out what the game was um, and who was behind it, which was you know Shinji Mikami, uh, I gained some interest in it, and since I was a huge Resident Evil fan back in the late 90s, um, I played it for the PlayStation, and uh, I loved it ever since. Alright, I guess I'll go next. So, uh, my introduction to Dino Crisis, I think it was due to the fact that a relative had the game, and I checked it out from him. I think that was during the time where there were certain like Dino Crisis demos rebundled and packaged with RE3 and I was like oh hold on here what is this game like it's sort of you know Resident Evil with dinosaurs so I wanted to check it out and I just liked the fact that it was a bit more faster it was a bit more ferocious with the enemies and you know you just you just have to get out of that occasional slow zombie mindset when you play this game and I like that it forced you to think faster than you usually would with like Resident Evil 2. Uh, so I played it, enjoyed it, played Dino Crisis 2 on PSN when that came out, and I love that game even though they changed the gameplay formula around like a lot with that game. And Dino Crisis 3, well, we're gonna get into that later, but let's just say, yeah, that game is not well appreciated for particular reasons, and I kind of want to talk about it. So I'm gonna move on to the next person who wants to go next. Uh, which would be me, because I haven't gone. Uh, mm -hmm. So I... I played the, this series like pretty late. I got into it, I think, about sixteen uh, or twenty seventeen, so fairly late. Um, and uh, it it was a franchise that I've heard about, but I've always wanted to get into. And uh, uh, mostly, it was just because like I would hear like a lot of uh, Resident Evil like content creators talk about it and stuff like that. So then I finally managed to get uh, both uh, the first and second game on a PSN sale played both of those i really enjoyed the survival aspect of the first game um there's a lot of things that i dislike about the first game um but overall i did think it was a very enjoyable experience and then going on to the second game uh, kind of the same thing where it's like i i enjoyed what that game did but um there was also some things where i just felt like it wasn't exactly what I would want out of a Dino Crisis game, uh, especially like now too. Um, but we'll save that for a little bit later. I I fairly recently just started playing Dino Stalker and or Dino Crisis Gun Survivor three, depending on the region that you're in, and then um, Dino Crisis three as well. And that's uh, not some both games I haven't finished, but I do intend on finishing those. So. Uh, at least I got started on there, started on those, and I kind of know the history of those games at the very least. So I can read off number two if you guys want. Sure, go right ahead. Okay, how do you feel about the distinct transition from Dino Crisis One to Dino Crisis Two? The survival panic formula changed into the more arcadey style like action. Was the genre shift appreciated or disliked by you personally? 
So oh, can I um, actually go first on this one? Because Dom, I know you specifically have a lot to say about this one, though. But I want to get mine out the way, so that way everybody else can go. Yeah, sure thing. Okay, for me, um, I kind of did appreciate them changing um, the formula because of it giving it its own identity. Because what's the first thing you hear Dino Crisis for most people? It's Resident Evil with dinosaurs. So by them changing how it, the style of it into, um, sorry, um, what Dino Crisis 2 is, then no, I, I'm, I'm okay with it. There's some things they could have toned back on. I, I will admit that, though. But overall, though, it's a very solid action game you know, compared to his um, survival horror um, predecessor. I can understand why people will prefer Dino Crisis 1 over two because believe it or not though it's not uncommon opinion to actually like one over two it's just the fandom joys two more than the rest of the series that that's that's it is what it is but um i can understand where they're coming from because as a survivor horror it's pretty unique in its own way compared to resident evil because there's a lot of aspects that they don't use in resident evil even now in the current um year mm. So um overall though I uh personally enjoy the tonal shift between one and two we don't talk about three. Not yet. <laughs> yeah. Not so, um, so anyway, uh, like for me, because because uh, as Brandon mentioned, like some people do not like the the uh, shift from one to two. Um, so when I played two, I was really not feeling the shift. I actually really enjoyed the survival aspect of Dino Crisis one, and I felt like um that aspect alone was really good i could understand uh people not really liking the the horror aspect and and i was kind of in agreement that yeah like if if dino crisis were to come back that yeah it should probably be a more action-based game because well most people when you talk to them about dinosaurs they're not really afraid even though i understand the concept of being afraid of giant car carnivorous lizards basically that are prehistoric um so so when it comes to dino crisis 2 i don't particularly think it's a bad game i just was not a huge fan of it going from you know from dino crisis 1 being a survival horror game to dino crisis 2 being a arcadey shoot 'em up type of game again not to say that it's not a that it's a bad game by any means it's actually a really fun game overall um I will say though that um after playing Dino Stalker and Dino Crisis 3 though uh I probably have a little bit more appreciation for Dino Crisis 2 because I feel as though at least you know 2 was enjoyable for what it was whereas Dino Stalker just kind of seems like it's eh as an arcade game and Dino Crisis 3 is just is is, is a thing so yeah, at least two stick to what um what was previously previously established as far as characters and settings on like three and um stalker yeah well actually stalker um does kind of tie into some stuff with two uh, as far as like story points are concerned so um and I, I have heard quite a bit of people actually mention that dino stalker feels more of it more like a dino crisis three than dino crisis three i believe it uh, to be honest, uh, for this question, uh, Dino Crisis 2 was my favorite in the series. And uh, for the reason being, exactly what you guys mentioned was the, the whole shoot 'em up kind of arcadey feel. It just felt perfect just for this game. I don't know what it was. It was just like you said, I mean, when we think of dinosaurs, we don't really usually think about like, oh, somebody like is super scary, right? 
but yeah. it just felt pretty good overall i mean like it, they made it work with a faster paced gameplay right especially it made sense with the uh, with all the raptors and all the pterodactyls and all that they just made it work and it was something that i do commend with this one is that it was so easy to pick up like it just felt natural anybody could literally just sit down and pick it up real quick because i, agree with I you. mean casuals uh casual um gamer i mean think about it anybody who's just going to sit down and try to play resident evil it was difficult just to start off i'm talking about the older ones especially with the tanky controls and the kind of like different you know controls where you have to press up and you know square and then it's kind of different navigation here you can literally just analog stick like to whatever direction you're, you want to go you press one button to shoot and not only that you're really versatile in this one because you could actually shoot them up and run at the same time compared to the other you know past series from capcom but also the integration and of like melee. the and melee depending yeah. on your weapons yes and the sub weapons and the combination of that and also a little bit of a, like the rpg element where you you rack up points from uh, like depending on whatever area you go through and you know you shoot them up the the dinosaurs and all that and then you get to upgrade your weapons or increase their ammo capacity i think it was just an overall great i feel like that's what diner uh, crisis really needed to be just to make itself like he mentioned earlier like to be really distinct compared to resident evil because we don't want to i mean yeah it's great resident evil dinosaurs i mean all the resident evil fans will flock to it but if you want like a new fan base to actually come into like uh just to give this new franchise like a breath of fresh air i mean they had to kind of stray away from the resident evil series and it made total sense and that's why i love this game like so much all right anybody else um, need to go uh when i first uh saw the transition from uh donald crisis one and two uh, i thought it was a pretty interesting change um i did like uh, the new characters like dylan for one of them um i thought you know the action sequences were actually pretty good for the second one i thought it was a good turnaround from survival horror to action uh, however, after uh, going and playing the third one, I can honestly say that um, compared to the second one, um, I don't think there should have been a third one in the making if they were going to go that route. Um, I honestly think that it should have been done better to a point where uh, I, I think Donald Crisis 3 should have been a game to go back to its original roots of the first one um it's cool for a certain change for one but i mean for me uh the second one is not a bad game but i sincerely wasn't a huge fan of it i do like the first one a lot more um with the uh arcade style i thought that was a good change as well um there are certain aspects that capcom should have changed compared to the first one um but uh you know, it's uh, it was a pretty interesting change with uh, character development story-wise. Um, I sincerely think that uh, there should, um, just on the side note, I really think there should be a fourth game to uh, kind of continue it, be a continuation for where the second one took place because we really didn't have any answers what happened after that because it ended on a cliffhanger. Um, so I think, I think there's a question later in the doc too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just yeah. wanted to bring that up. Um, but yeah, personally, yeah. I know Crisis 3 stuff what is literally the next question, so save your thoughts on 3 until the next question, if you can help it. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, but uh, compared to Dawn Crisis 1 and 2, I am still a fan of the first one more, but I think the second one is a fun game. It is a fun game. Um, so uh, I did like the change. I did like the characters. And yeah, that's really what I can say about that. It's a bit of a... This question is kind of weird for me because... Uh... I mean, they can make dinosaurs scary because we've seen it before in like some pieces of Jurassic Park where they had some horror elements to that movie when they were like hiding in the trucks and shit like that and the dinosaurs were creeping up on the windows. I think that's what they were going for. Uh, the issue is that it's not as much of a drastic genre shift as it was with like something like re4 5 and 6 because they kept continuing with that playstyle when they knew that people really loved the survival horror with this one it felt like it was more accepted because the game shifted from just being a resident evil clone to something else different so in that case it felt generally accepted uh but in terms of what i enjoyed more i i do love the horror elements and themes of dino crisis one but after playing it recently the problem that i have with that game is just i feel like the puzzles kind of break the genre and the pacing just a little bit due to them being so hard uh it took me a while to figure out what those ddk codes were and once I finally got it, I'm like, holy shit, I could have just done this. And there's time puzzles and there's also stuff that locks you out of equipment. So it's kind of a brain buster. But I did appreciate that in a sense. Uh, I, and I don't mean to cut you off really quick, but there's also a uh, puzzle in the game that if you fuck up, you actually lose out on a potential scenario route. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah, so, so I, I felt like the first game and the second game, they did have some criticisms, but overall, they were solid games, and I can see why they tried to break away from the original formula, because games that were spinoffs before from Resident Evil, like Devil May Cry and Onimusha, they also did that as well by incorporating more and more of their own gameplay and new additions that made them completely unrecognizable when you go back and see they were Resident Evil clones with the first entries. Now they're like full-fledged hack and slash games. Uh, so I think they had to do that. And if I were to say, if you're gonna make like another Dino Crisis, just make it a hybrid. Like you have horror, you have action. I don't think that's ever really been touched up on before outside of uh, Evil Within. So I, I thought it was a nice transition because Dino Crisis 2 is still a solid game in its own right. All right, everybody got their own things on? We're good here? Yeah, we're good yeah, to move on to good. number three, which is a terrible fucking game. Oh, right. hey, you, you read all three. Yeah, you can, you can read that. Sure. Uh, did you ever hear about the infamous Dino Crisis 3 for the original Xbox? What are your thoughts on the game? If you've seen it or played it. Fucking sucks. <laughs> okay, I'm going to actually do a minor devil's advocate here. I'm going to be honest here, though. Man. If it was not Dino Crisis on the title, uh, even though the game itself um, is janky, you know, it has its own problems, though. If it was not labeled Dino Crisis, it would have been better off. Because, uh, I'll be honest, though, like, visually and the settings of it is actually really cool. It's a cool idea for a sci-fi shooter. Yeah, but I mean, they... if it wasn't called Donald Crisis and it was his own spinoff or something, then, yeah, I can definitely see that. But, like, if you, it's just not Donald Crisis. It's just completely 
was the the killer of the series and it's just mm -hmm. that capcom could have done so much with this game like it looks like a cool game if it wasn't down Presses. it looks more like a uh it could look it could be a game that could take place that does take place in the future and it could be a cool futuristic game but like take the Donald Crisis title out of that and you got a pretty cool futuristic uh shooter game you know yeah can I, can I oh okay my question is all right you say that it doesn't feel like a Dino Crisis because it was just so much of a change compared to the previous game right but mm -hmm. couldn't we have said like Dino Crisis 2 was actually a, a pretty different game compared to the first game well, the I mean, with Donald Crisis 2, it felt more uh, like Donald Crisis, um, you know, because it did have a solid story and good character development. And um, it does tie in with, you know, you can actually compare this to a Donald Crisis game, you know, certain changes, yes. But when you compare two to three, there's just no similar, like, you cannot relate those two it's games literally night and day difference yeah. the setting is different the characters is different uh, like the, the characters are it. boring like that's the yeah, thing there, there's like... no good character development like you don't have the development of characters like you did in the first and second game and that's where you know um it just was all half-assed like you they're not believable at all it's it's yeah. one of those characters that you have no interest in seeing in the future it just it doesn't work Okay, uh, there is one thing I want to say because I have not played this game, so I don't have really a lot of opinions on it. But here's one thing I will say that was a cool idea. I did like the fact that the dinosaurs in space were like parasitic and infected. That looked good from a visual standpoint. That's the only credit, that's the only merit I will give that game. I thought that was actually a pretty cool idea because it's something that we haven't really seen before. Other than that, I heard the game has terrible camera angles, terrible movement. It's hard to see shit. Um, it's just, oh, yeah. it's just like, and it's, it's yeah, weird too. Uh, it's like they had a triple A team behind this game, and I think uh, it just got like shuffled in development when they had to redo all the assets because of the controversy, which we'll speak about later. Uh, and they couldn't really make up for it with the deadline, so they had to make this game. They had to rush it out, and it turned out to be a mess. Total that's cash sounds, grab. Uh, that's what it was. That's typical Capcom thing back in the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, plus yeah, they they uh, they wanted to put it on Xbox, so uh, that was kind of a weird idea too. The honestly, uh, given a uh, real quick down, given the technology yeah. it has to offer, though, I don't blame them because now Team Ninja did it with Ninja Gaiden, so that's it true. is it was the defensive console to play games on for like literally the best experience in terms of hardware and frame rates and blah 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 blah. Yeah, I think um, with. Dino Crisis 3 because like I've, I've played a little bit of it having completed it obviously but from what I know of it like um, what I can tell from the game based off of what I have played so far is that it's a game that uh, has similar issues to Devil May Cry 2 where uh, the color palette for the environments is very samey there's only like you know one color and like various shades of that one color for the most part which kind of makes the environments look very dull and boring um and but you know despite that it has some very interesting ideas that could work for a dino crisis game or could work for another spin-off entirely like we don't know um i think like in terms of like 
Dino Crisis 3, um, like, had they had made this a game where it's like, oh, we're going to have this take place as a maybe immediate thing that happens after Dino Crisis 2. So if you've played Dino Crisis 2, you'll you'll feel familiar with what's going on in this game um, because it's just following up with what Regina had gone through. Because, spoiler alert, if anybody hadn't played Dino Crisis 2, Regina goes into the future or back to the future, but we don't know if she went back to her own timeline or if she went way too far. And I feel like that's kind of a missed opportunity right there. Um, you know, I got to say, sorry for cutting you off, Dom, mm -hmm. but uh, I just have to put this out there before I forget. Um, compared to uh, Donald Crisis 3 and compare that to Devil May Cry 2, I will honestly say, going back and playing that game myself, I will honestly say that at least uh, Devil May Cry 2, even though it's not the best game, it's at least stupid fun to play. With Donald yeah. Crisis 3, it's not fun or entertaining at all. It's stupid as fuck and it's boring as hell. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like, um, you know, just just given given all that knowledge, I think like, yeah, lots of missed opportunities to do something really interesting, you know, and, and I know that the follow up question is on the controversy for the game, um, which if you want, I could read that in a moment. But it's it's um, it, it's just like they they could have something there, especially with the idea of like somebody like taking the dinosaurs and like experimenting on them and potentially like having them mutate and evolve and uh, become something that they weren't meant to become to have some unique and uh, different dinosaurs compared to what like people are used to kind of similar to uh, like the Jurassic world uh, series where they're like going into like experimentation and, and, uh, gene splicing and all that kind of stuff so there's that yeah but... i i forgot they have like new raptors in jurassic world so they should like experiment with like oh what if you put a t-rex together with this what if you put this together with that make a brontosaurus like uh, a carnivore or something that would be pretty cool to see yeah, what if, what if you made a Triceratops into a fucking T-Rex? <laughs> it'll, oh, it'll still have short arms, so that would be funny. <laughs> hey, at least that would be a better storyline than what we got in Donald Crisis 3, honestly. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Oh, like... God. But, but you know, it's like, like, I mean, that idea is there. It's just how it was executed. Very poorly done. I will say, though, that the jetpack thing I thought was kind of cool um vanquish. i mean you could you could maybe see that as a very like precursor to like vanquish with how how that game works but you know it is what it is i don't uh, know anyway, about you me... guys honestly before i forget um mm -hmm. what do you guys think about this real quick what do you think if donald crisis 3 was actually your prequel before the first game like what it, do you think that would have worked better knowing uh... it would take place somewhere completely different before it... like regina's time yeah, I, I will say yes because that would make the story less damaging. But if um, if they did make a prequel though, like why, like, I what, what would be a connection? Because uh, I mean, when you when you really think about it, because uh, in Donald Crisis One, there is technology from the future. Um, so what if like, cause there is like some, cause they do time travel in the second one, so they have that technology. Yeah. So what if like. 
the characters that we saw in the third game took place before the first game and then you know that technology developed because who knows what technology they used in the first game but in the second game like right after the first they have the technology to time travel and stuff so i mean it does make more sense that it could take place before the first one even though it's not but it would make a little bit more sense than what the timeline is for all three of them I, I, I could see where you're going with this, where it's like maybe the like third energy and like some of the shit that kind of influenced the events of the first game. Yeah. Haven't been a result of the, Yeah. Because I'm I, like, I you got like futuristic technology and like uh, with bio uh, weapons and stuff like that um, mixed in with like prehistoric stuff. And that's what the second game was, which they did have the technology to time travel and all that stuff so i mean it does make more sense that the third game could could have took place before the third one because it did have those scenarios mixed together so i mean you got a futuristic game mixed with prehistoric times i mean i i could see both sides of the spectrum like uh number let me real quick uh brandon uh i can see both sides with like the plot line that needed to be resolved in dino crisis 2 i'm sure everyone's going to be wondering what the hell is going on with that at the same time they did take like entire civilizations through the time travel machines and they put them in certain times with the dinosaurs so it, it could work if that happens at the end of the game I just don't know how they would resolve that final plot point that everyone's going to want with the whole uh, Regina leaves Dylan, she goes to try to help him, and they're doing a prequel with entirely new characters. So it's kind of weird in that regard a little bit to me. Yeah, if I, if I recall right too, in, in 2 is like they were unintentionally transported to the past, so that kind of resulted into the events of 2. Yeah. Well, the thing know. is with uh, number 2, I think um, after the cliffhanger that we got in 2, I think that should continued in number 3 instead of what we got for 3. Mm -hmm. That way, you know, it wouldn't leave us on a cliffhanger, you know, because they... See, my idea for this is, like, if they were going to end on a cliffhanger with 2, and then 3 came out, and then that was a shit game, I think Capcom should have really, uh, should make a fourth one to continue off the second one. Like, skip over the third one, and then continue the second one to the fourth one. That way, we know exactly if Regina, uh, give us that closure and see if Regina actually made it back and saved Dylan, or maybe this is older Dylan now and Regina, and now they're in a different day, uh, different time doing a different mission, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it, we just want to see that closure to the cliffhanger. They can't just, like, end it at two and then make a completely new game and continue it off another sequel that makes no sense, you know? There has to be closure to this. I think yeah. one cool premise would have been the idea of her getting stuck in the past and her not having access to like all the technology that sort and trat does because now it's like oh well you're just a civilian you got to deal with like some more conventional arms in this time period so that would have been cool they kind of did that a little bit with dino stalker as well going back a certain time periods where they have like old technology yeah, um, and I, I don't know if we have a question later on Dino Stalker, but uh, Dino Stalker is uh, um, the the only game after two that somewhat adds in a little bit more context to to that storyline. Uh, but even then, it's not a whole lot from what I've come to understand. It's kind of its own standalone story. Mm -hmm. 
But oh, that being real... said, uh, oh, let me just oh. read on number four. Uh, as a follow-up question, did you hear about the initial idea for Dino Crisis 3 and what it was originally intended to be, uh, where it was going to be in a city sprawling with dinosaurs that were going to rampage throughout that particular city? Uh, maybe similarly to Resident Evil 2 and 3 with the Raccoon City event. Um, this was ultimately scrapped due to the 9-11 terror attacks, so the developers wanted to avoid any controversy because of that. Uh, do you think they should revisit this idea in the future, or maybe not? Okay, can I, I want to speak on this, this question, Orton. Uh, um, you, know, you go ahead, you go first, I'll go next. Okay, okay. Um, I, ha I have to explain this really quick. Uh, okay, I can understand the whole 9-11 thing happen, and um, I can understand them taking that... Uh, that scenario out so it does make sense i sincerely think they should go back and not have it take place in new york city but in a different city um that would actually because we haven't really gotten a donald crisis game where it actually takes place in a city and i would really like to see more open world open environments just kind of like seeing like kind of like a repeat with re3 where you're jail valentine wandering around racking city just have a more open world where dinosaurs are invading the city um i sincerely think that capcom should do that for either a fourth game for the fourth game or um if they decide to remake it then i think they should go back to that just have it take place in a different city instead of what they were originally going for but i seriously think they should go for a city environment because i would really like to see a more open open world and more uh incidents occur all right um I want to speak on this. Now, I can understand trying to avoid controversy being that it literally just happened at the time, but by mindset right now, speaking in 2019 as this recording, I think it's kind of dumb they decided to not do that, considering that they have games like Resident Evil and Devil May Cry and other titles that take place in cities or like landscapes with huge populations, and you go around murdering shit. So I think it's kind of weird it decided not to um, do that. Like, even, it, uh, even if it didn't take place in New York, though, I would say at least they could have delayed it by a year or two or just trying to say if it was going to be in New York. Now, I understand, like, given the time it happened, though, with sensitivity and whatnot, I'm pretty sure they didn't want to release it, though. But still, it's a game with dinosaurs, you know, nothing about, you no know, terror terror attacks happening in the city. So I do think it's very weird they decided to like you know cut the original concept in favor of what we got now with Dino Crisis Three. I feel you like know. they could have just delayed it. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. I'm finished. I'm finished. You, you know, uh, okay. Considering just let's just talk about like development of games because we got to remember these guys have a timetable of what you know what's expected of them you know when they have to release a game, and they did. I do remember they did have you know what the one envision for dino crisis 3 right or and all that so whole controversy with 9 11 and whatnot i think the reason they had to really deviate completely deviate right go outer space and make it completely different was just because of that and i mean with the amount of time they had to work with and the way they had to really kind of stray away from any kind of controversy i mean it made sense why dino crisis 3 was kind of poorly made you know, I mean, that's just my opinion. But I mean, just like going back to the question, I mean, I would love to see it come back. I mean, think about it. 
remake. I mean, you, we kind of saw like a glimpse of a city that's completely ruined. But can you imagine like, like just roaming with dinosaurs though? But kind of like in a similar setting where darkened environment, we don't really see the raptors and they could just jump on you at any time. I think it, w it would be like a perfect setting now if we're looking back. It would also be really great too that what if uh if what if uh capcom decided to make dino crisis 4 instead of a remake and it took place in a city and that's where we get left off and it ends uh it begins with the cliffhanger with regina going back to her own time but instead of going back to her own time she goes back to uh she goes to another time that takes place in like an abandoned city or something like that and I there's think... uh raptors and all that i think that's a question later um, yeah, that's uh, I think that's the next question or something. Yeah. Um. So, unless if Ren, you want to go before me. Um, uh. Well, the only thing I have to say about this is hmm. that I I would have really liked the idea, but as everyone said, you know, I would have just changed the city to avoid the controversy and Capcom, they were putting out games that was taking place in cities near that time period. Some of them differ, obviously. I think DMC1 was like this giant gothic structure. DMC1 came out in 2000 and... Mm -hmm. So no, it came out DMC2 was like... In Japan, this... it came out in 2000. DMC2 was like still cities, right? Yeah. DMC two and DMC three were both in a city, and then uh, yeah, actually DMC four and DMC five are also in cities. So technically, most of the franchise has been in a city. Yeah, so you you get um, my point. Like, I, I just yeah. wish that they would have changed the town or made a fictional town, and they wouldn't have to worry about any of that BS. But I can also see they were on like this tight ass schedule. So the only thing they could do is like either delay the game and it will hit them where it hurts their wallets or their development money or just make a game and try to put it out there as fast as possible obviously that idea did not go swell because dino crisis 3 turned out to be a giant dino turd <laughs> so <laughs> I, here, here's what um so here's what i would have done because i do like that idea um and i do agree that like yeah, they could have made a fictional city similar to, like, Raccoon City. Hell, they could have even made references to Raccoon City in, in that if they wanted to, just as a little, like, joke. Um, yeah. But that's, that's uh, beside the point. Um, I think that what they should have done was they should have looked at, like, oh, you know what? Uh, we kind of did this with Code Veronica because that was an arcade game before it became its own, like, like an actual, like, RE game on its own. Um, what if they took Dino Stalker and just completely remade that into dino crisis 3 and just make it take place in the you know the jungles of, of the past as and long as they have like good writers and a good team behind it then i'd say go for it i wouldn't yeah, mind the all they would really all they would have really had to have done at that point is just add in extra stuff you know extra story points and stuff like that because they have the general story synopsis and whatnot they would just have to change it to have it make sense for a recreated um, game like that it makes sense um, uh, a jungle was actually cut from the original dino crisis as a fun fact yeah they put it back into dino crisis 2 but i think if you go there early the entire place is like poisonous so you have to get yeah. like a suit in order yeah. to go through there yeah yeah and you also have to get a flamethrower to burn the um the uh, plants that emit the poison Mm -hmm. um what i was gonna say too what they could do because we know that uh dino crisis deals with like time distortions and stuff like that is 
um, with the city to kind of make it um, feel off or different is they should they should or they could with like a new game uh, have parts of that city when you traverse through it um, have like these spots that have been completely uh, like removed and replaced with like jungle areas and you know basically like time swapped if you will or like have areas that you know look like they're supposed to be in that time period but they've been overtaken by like prehistoric wildlife i think that would have been a really like uh interesting idea if, if they were to go that route um you know that could obviously apply to a dino crisis reboot or a dino crisis 4 or whatever they decide to go um as far as like titling is concerned but i do think that the idea is uh something that they shouldn't shy away from especially now as opposed to you know at, at the time yeah it kind of makes sense why they did that but and now, if they can revisit that idea, I, I really hope they can. Um, but if we can have uh, Deva read number five. Oh, I don't know if you guys have finished. I was waiting yeah. for you to finish. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going last. All right, I mean, I'll uh, read number five. Yeah, go right ahead. Oh. All right. If Capcom decide to reinvigorate the Dino Crisis franchise yet again, what would you what would you prefer? A remake, a reboot, or a legitimate sequel to Dino Crisis two and three? Explain why. And for a bonus question, um, would you what kind of style of gameplay would you want next for Dino Crisis? Action, horror, or hybrid of both? Ooh, um, can Here, I go first yeah. in this question? You guys on mine? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Uh, for this one, I would actually be a little different. Uh, I would actually make a... I would actually do something like make another Dino Crisis 3, but give it a subtitle and make it an actual direct sequel towards Dino Crisis 2 and leave the original Dino Crisis 3 as a, um, like a separate... Um, like a separate um, title as a like... Uh, like a, maybe like a what if or something else. You know, leave the imagination. Let you guys decide that. Um, as a... Um, as for playstyle, I will probably lean more towards hybrid, but probably favor action more, given that um, the setting of the game. Hmm? Uh, something like that, Ren. Yes, Halloween. I like Halloween on twenty eighteen. The way they're doing it, just disregard a lot of um old continuity. But um. I I would say more favor of the um action side because if we're going like it's a back on the previous question like um city landscape though I feel like action oriented would be more favorable. Got a good example of this actually with another Capcom games Resident Evil Three that's more action oriented due to the setting of the games as opposed mm -hmm. to Resident Evil Two and Three. I'm sorry, Two and um One. Apologies on it. Um, um, you guys can go. Let me see. I'll be honest, I don't know. Remember I said that Dino Crisis 2 was my absolute favorite, but you know what? Just for the franchise's sake, I, would, I wouldn't I would really mind having a full-fledged reboot for the whole series as a whole. Just make it a clean slate so new fans could come in, old fans could still recognize it's still a Dino Crisis, but it's going to be, we're going to start off again where the setting for Dino Crisis 1 started, follow up with Dino Crisis 2 and what happened, but the gameplay is going to be consistent with a uh, hybrid of both horror and action for both. It's not going to be a drastic change from survival horror or panic horror to super fast arcade shooter. So, and then for Dino Crisis 3, we're actually going to have a legitimate answer as to what happened to Regina after she went through the portal, what happened to Dylan and um, his daughter Paula. I just, 
I want those questions answered. And in the end, it will give us a nice cohesive storyline overall. Um, okay, so I agree with mostly everyone here. I would prefer like a legit Dino Crisis 3, but realistically speaking, I know that if they want to reel in those people who never played these games before or they don't know anything about these games they would either have to get them reintroduced some way in some fashion so i would think maybe they should try like either remaking something or rebooting something so you have the basis of the remake stuff they could work on and improve for like future entries or they could just reboot it entirely and say, hey, this is Dino Crisis. The only thing that's familiar now is the title and the main character, Regina, in an entirely new setting. Uh, but yeah, ideally speaking, I would want them to continue on from Dino Crisis 2. But realistically speaking, they need to get everyone up to snuff with what happened to the previous characters. And it would be just kind of time consuming. So it's up to them with how they do it. Personally, I don't mind either way as long as I get a good game. I would want the style to be a hybrid of both. Because like I said, I you rarely see those like action horror hybrids. And you're not alienating, you're not alienating like one uh, person who likes survival horror or action. You're just bringing it in and mixing them both together. So I think that would be pretty sweet. Uh uh, for me, I actually, uh, for me, um, I would consider to see the franchise being totally rebooted because uh, considering uh, as long as it was being made by Shinji Mikami himself because the game was created originally by him. Um, mm -hmm. So I would really like to see, because knowing the fact that Donald Crisis 1 came out 20 years ago, I would love to see what Shinji Mikami could do to his own creation now. Um, I would like to see what kind of changes that he would do and uh, maybe we could see like new characters being introduced in the series with Regina, Rick and Gale and Dylan and Paula and all them. Um, if the games do not continue on the cliffhanger of two, I would say just completely reboot it, um, rewrite the story. And I, uh, I don't necessarily want the games to be um, just survival horror. Like I want to see survival horror mixed with action, but as long as it's not um like donald crisis 2 like over the top arcadey style action i'm completely fine with that i would really like to see uh especially from shinji um what where he can go with the series 20 years later it, it seems to make a game like that it will have to be all about like precision like speed is a very very important thing in dino crisis as a key to survival so you got to be fast if you're not fast enough and you don't have like really decent reflexes you should die like rather quickly because that was a big draw to the first game like these enemies are much faster than you are so you got to be quick on the draw you got to go for headshots otherwise that's a good way to introduce like action to horror like if you aren't if you aren't good enough you're going to die exactly uh, like there's there's actually like no going back when it comes to this game like i want it to be more challenging as well when it comes to like uh gameplay and all that so um i don't want the game to be i want it to be sort of like what resident evil is but like a bit more challenging especially uh games to now games uh that are being made now it you know i don't want to see it uh be like a really short game like i want it to be more challenging have good character development a uh, better story um and just see where it goes from there and uh like i said just i don't want it to be easy for anybody because i'm like you're facing dinosaurs with this so 
um, it's going to be quite a challenging to, you know, walking down each corridor and facing uh, each raptor in, in any hallway or uh, no matter where you turn. It's just I want the puzzles to be challenging too. I don't want them to be as complicated as the original ones, but uh, somewhere where it just would make a whole lot more sense and just less complicated. Because um, I feel like there was... Uh, I feel like there was a few complications when it came to the first and second game. Um, so hopefully there is uh, going to be some stuff that, that was either, that was even unanswered for the first two. Also, um, I like to see like more places to explore. Um, but all in all, I really do want to see Shiji Mikami come back and see what he can do um, 20 years later with his own creation. So I think that would be completely, uh, completely good to see a complete reboot of the series instead of just a remake or just a continuation of two. Yeah. I, um, so like what I, I'm, I'm kind of like 50, 50 on this because on the one hand, like, um, yeah, a remake would be really good because then you can kind of retell that, um, the stories of the first two games. And I'm actually kind of surprised that three didn't end up becoming like a Xbox one backwards compatible game or that it even got that it didn't even get like an HD remaster alongside uh Dino yes. Stuffer. Not that not that those games are um you know like super vital to the story or anything like that. Uh really you only have to play the first two games to get a gist of the story. Uh the other two games Dino Stalker and Dino Crisis 3 are not um unless if they make a Dino Crisis 4 where they really tie in those elements from Stalker and 4 then uh you're you're really not missing out on much um but at the same time though i can understand if they wanted to go with a reboot it would make sense just because i mean dino crisis has not been around for nearly what like almost like a like two decades at this point because what was the last game came out like 2003 i believe it came out in 2003 yeah yeah, so it's like it's almost been two decades at this point. Um, it's been it's two thousand three, so a couple of years. Uh, yeah, two decades. Yeah, so it's like at, at this point, it's like it would it it wouldn't be a surprise if they came out and did a reboot. And and for the longest time too, like there were rumors going around that uh, both Onimusha and uh, Dino Crisis would be getting reboots because they hadn't been around for such a long time. And I, I mean, I would, I would believe it. Like if Capcom decided to want to reboot both of those franchises, it would make sense. And when you really um, think about it too, there is like a lot more options that they have. Like what if, uh, I think uh, somebody in here was saying earlier, like, what if we had like what if scenarios just like with Capcom did to uh Robert Kendo and Catherine Morton in the RE2 remake, even though they weren't characters that were really lasted yeah. long? So I would really like to see, okay, if they decide to uh reboot Donald Crisis 2, uh or something like that, or say like a character died, or let's say like Dr. Kirk, um you can play as him and be like, okay, what if this happens or this happens, you know? Uh, I would really like to see the other side of the characters that didn't really uh, have a lot of screen time or even died. I, I would like to see their scenarios leading up to that incident and see like, okay, what, what would happen if this guy didn't die by this raptor? Or what if Dr. Kirk actually escaped, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just like things like that even could work because they could, with the reboot, they could change a lot of those things and it would be okay. Um, 
as far as like gameplay style is concerned, like I I kind of am on the same page as Ren where I would want to see like a hybrid because I do like the horror aspects and I do think that a Dino Crisis game should have a very strong focus on survival. Whether or not they have the horror elements is um to me is like kind of a afterthought thought. Like I always look at Resident Evil like uh at least if you want to make a good Resident Evil, you have the horror as the backdrop and survival as the forefront as like the main focus. And if you can do that, which is what the you know the classic games did and even the Resident Evil 2 remake and stuff like that did. Um, if you can have that as a focus, then you've made a good Resident Evil game because you've focused on the survival aspects more so than the, the horror. Horror should be your backdrop. So in this case, like I kind of feel the same way, although even strongly so because I feel as though survival should absolutely be a forefront. Um, I do think that action should be thrown in there. Uh, and then horror elements can be in there as well. And, and you know, they could all kind of like a trifecta blend of, of sorts. Um, also, the, Dom, the... I got to interject. Yeah. Uh, did you talk about what James said in the chat? Um, are you talking about gameplay? Aspect? You know, oh, yeah. he, he I, talked about yeah, the I, I, I know, I, I know, I know exactly what, what he would say because uh, him and I have, have a similar opinion on this and we've kind of talked about this uh, off air. Um, so one of the things that, both myself and him agreed is that like uh at least for the action portion like an over-the-shoulder cam would make sense and i do actually think that some of the mechanics from re6 would actually work pretty well for anybody that liked the more arcadey style of dino crisis from uh like two and three um do like they the need mercenaries. to have like yeah like do they need to have like the ridiculous like melee kicks and stuff no but i do think that like at least like some of the dodge rolls and slides like yeah that that stuff could probably work and it would make sense because you're technically playing highly trained soldiers as opposed to just um you know like agents and like one soldier well when you look at the character of like dylan like he would be the type of guy that does like flips and all that shit so i'm like uh yeah like Certain like, characters, yes, but not every character. Just it would look I've, ridiculous, but yeah, like I feel like if they had like um, each character like can dodge a certain way or has like certain attributes that they're they have strong suits, kind of similar to how like RE one, like when you play as Chris, he's able to evade zombies better than Jill. Uh, but on the flip side, Jill is able to you know take more hits and is able to like. Uh, kill easier and you, stuff like you, that. you guys think have that backwards I, yeah did i have it backwards yeah but, chris takes more damage but you get my, you get my point though is like mm -hmm. like like the characters can have like hidden attributes and certain skills that that could apply to them um but yeah i do agree that at least an over-the-shoulder cam and and hell if they even make it play like the re2 remake then yeah i think it could i could it could work that way uh i i just i will love all that except I think that the melee would be OP in this case if it even well, functioned like that, RE6. That's uh, what I'm saying. Like, like don't don't include the melee. Just include the the dodges. No, I, I was just... gonna I was gonna like add on something to that. They should bring mm. back the sub weapons from Dino Crisis 2 that you could use to like defend yourself. It's like a little mm -hmm. like Regina would have a stun rod. Dylan would have a machete. Uh, sometimes, or a flamethrower. Yeah, sometimes you can create like walls of fire around you. So that would be like a nice little get off me perk. Uh, but you can like 
not spam it at all. Uh, that's how I would make it work somehow. That would be pretty interesting. I could totally see that. Yeah, I could also, um, absolutely too, before we move on to the next question, uh, the spurt mechanic, I feel as though that's something, like, on top of, like, the stamina mechanic, I could see that working very well, because you're probably going to be running from dinosaurs a lot. So yeah, I rather not... Fast, so okay, I'm not going to lie, sense. I'd rather not have a stamina mechanic. I'm, admittedly, I'm sick of that mechanic in games, because most of the time it's trash. Like yeah. no stamina mechanic, please. Yeah, just I, let me run. Oh, are you oh, are you talking about the? Oh, I'm sorry, the, the stamina, stamina bar yeah, thing. I, yeah, I, I hate that shit. Yeah, I don't mind. think I they ever. That. I don't think they ever made a game where using the stamina bar was fun, like at all. So I, I no, would prefer. No, it was annoying. I would prefer yeah. if it's not in a game like that. Have they really? A game, I mean, not real life. <laughs> when you really think about it, though, like ha how how many games have you seen nowadays that had a lot of stamina bars in it? Like Souls games I mean, for one. And they're, yeah, no, they're annoying like in those games, of, too. Usually in a lot of games now, like, usually it's, like, ridiculous, like, unlimited running now. I mean, it is fun to do, but, like, on all honesty, though, like, how many, like, big games have you seen that they use stamina bars anymore? Red Dead. Do they yeah, still Red do Dead that? Them. Yeah, mm -hmm. Red, Red Dead 2 has a, a stamina bar. Well, shit. Well, okay, it's Rockstar, so that makes sense. Yeah. Oh. Here, guys. I mean, oh, here, here's actually a quick. I'm sorry. Like, oh, I'm sorry to cut it, but like, I, I just had to put oh, this in. Good. Instead of putting a stamina bar, right, and you know the constant movement, like, okay, if we're getting chased by dinosaurs, what if they implement something very similar to the Last of Us Part Two? I don't know if you guys are aware of the whole like they call. I think they call it the heartbeat system, where they the characters depend. It doesn't have to be just you. It could be the enemies. Where if you're running for a prolonged amount of time and then you try to hide somewhere, right? you're breathing pretty hard you're or like something like that and the enemies could hear you breathing hard and that's yeah. something maybe like dino christ could do because like i mean if you're being chased by like a whole bunch of raptors and you try to hide wouldn't it make sense if you were sprinting for a long time and then you you're still panting right i mean yeah, they could track they your scent. still hear exactly and then the same mm -hmm. as the last of us part too they could actually track your scent you know like they could sniff you out exactly and plus the whole like they could hear you better with that but also goes with the other way around they said because they said in the last of us part two the enemies has the same kind of i want to say um let's just say kind of same stipulations they're, they're running yeah. for exactly yeah you can hear Where them breathing too so it's like yeah because yeah, i was gonna say like that would be totally against the player if you also didn't have that for the enemies as well because it's like i'm always tired but they constantly see me so that would be a good way to balance it out is that you could sneak up on them too and hear them if they're breathing on you and I, and it's like you know the dinosaurs are like they do have organs and stuff like that so maybe it would be like a hunter hunted sort of situation where mm. you can hear them they can hear you you're very close and one of you you got to take each other out or you could probably like try to throw objects to the side just kind of distract them where it gives you enough time to like try to evade from them you know yes yeah, yeah definitely well, have to do that you have to actually also, uh, traps yeah there was also too like uh in dino crisis one when you were in bleeding state or uh, part of the bleeding mechanic they would go into other rooms when they could uh follow your blood and shit like that yes that's yeah they have to do that i would like so. to see like if you're bleeding out like yeah ha have uh the game like more realistic where like if you get like wounded 
uh, they can track your scent of blood or you can leave a trail of blood behind. Um, that way they would have a better way of finding you. So to make it more suspenseful, I could totally see that. That means get that hemostat out fast, people. <laughs> or maybe they could even try to use your own blood to kind of like deter them, pretend like you're smearing blood somewhere in certain areas and they'll go to that area while you go run away to the next one. Uh, you know, it's kind of genius. funny that you mentioned that too, because uh, if they, that would be really cool for, uh, for a trap that you can set up like you can just distract him like you can uh there would be like an option where you can like smear your blood on certain objects just to uh try to uh trick the dinosaurs to like go around uh certain areas to like have it more have it more of a challenge that way because i'm like if there is like let's say there's a level where uh there's like a swarm of raptors and you gotta like try to come up with a solution and you have to like literally smear your blood or cut yourself or something like that um just to get around that to get to the other side of a certain area i would like to see that just to not make it uh so easy for the players that way it would, it would definitely leave that certain aspect of suspense on there i could see them taking a mechanic from uh the outbreak are outbreak games where you take the uh, blood packs and just uh let the blood uh blood spill out of the packs so that way they just follow those mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah. can throw it at them too. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's yeah, for the leeches, right? And the zombies. Yeah, that yeah. was a mechanic the, uh... that kind of went underutilized because you could you could lure it with uh, sub bosses as well, but it only happened in like a few levels. That and I think uh, the fleas that worked against in uh, file two. So. Yep. So it's stuff. Or like what that, if like work. what if this works too? Like um, just like Ren said, you have like packets of blood. Um, but what if in order to get those you have to go to a certain area on a level let's say you have to like find a lap somewhere and uh try to find it there and uh if you don't have the blood packets you're screwed so you would have like no choice like to find uh to go around and search for blood packets so that way you could set up traps for the rapper or the raptors to get distracted but if you don't have those you would have to be like fuck it you would have to take the risk of trying to run for it that would be cool. That. I mean, like, I, I would see them maybe doing it where it's like uh, random, like, uh, what is it, first aid kits or like, uh, you know, kind of like how they had the item boxes in Dino Crisis 1 that you could open up with certain keys. Instead of having the keys, it's like you just, if you find one of those boxes, you open it up and it, it might have like that as one of those supplies in there. Yeah, like I said, you, uh, there can, there's certain areas where these objects are laying around uh, with the, like, like the blood packets and stuff um but there's only certain there's only uh a certain amount that you can find but they're it, like scattered and uh it's either you have to choose to either find those um to get around or you just have to risk your life yeah you know all right um sorry to cut you guys off though but we gotta move on to the next question now yeah, we're yeah. all pressing time all right so who was the real number uh, was it six Mm, I'll do it. Go right ahead. What is your personal grievances with the franchise from a gameplay perspective that should be ironed out for a sequel? Examples include the overly complex puzzles of the first game, dying faster in Dino Crisis 1 alongside the notion of having no health bar, whatever the hell Dino Crisis 3 did with the terrible camera angles, <laughs> and the danger system from Dino Crisis 1. Uh... I'll go real quick. I, I think 
the puzzles definitely i don't want to say like baby me and just walk me through the puzzles because i don't like that i like a challenge but they shouldn't be like these crazy colds where you have to uh flip letters over to 180 degrees to solve them they shouldn't be these puzzles where it's like oh they give you the hint with one letter and you have to figure out the rest it should be all like dynamic like remake 2 i think remake 2 had the perfect balance of good puzzles that you could figure out and there was like tips on the wall and stuff like that you have to put this in a certain place in order to figure it out there's files i don't think that should go but i don't think it should be where you could lose out on stuff if you don't figure out a puzzle fast enough in dino crisis one so that's the only like big gripe that i have Hey, Ren, actually, um, you left out one thing. Uh, it's from Dino Crisis 2. Mm -hmm. If you don't pay attention very closely to anything, you could get lost easily and you spend like a good amount of time with your head cut off trying to figure out where to go next or trying to remember where to go next or what to get, this and that. That's a problem I mostly encountered in Dino Crisis 2, and admittedly, it was very annoying. Yeah, I think yeah. we need a clear objective system because it's not it's not really good in the first game i mean there is context clues so that does help you out a little bit but in the second game it's like bad i i don't like it so i mm -hmm. I, I just need you to point me wherever i need to go whether it's a cutscene or whether it's on the map yep i would yeah, say the... um really quick brandon like I would say as far as like the difficulty of the puzzles are concerned, they could like take a similar system to like the Silent Hill franchise where you could pick how difficult you want the puzzles to be. Um, because I, I don't think like, like you said, like the puzzles, like they shouldn't be like baby mode, but at the same time, they shouldn't be like so ridiculously hard that only rocket scientists can figure them out. Like they should be fairly challenging but if you want them to be ridiculously challenging you should have a separate difficulty uh for that that reminds me um, of so you're talking about like too, silent like, hill maybe if they pull the objective system similar to re2 remake where it kind of alludes you to where you need to go uh or kind of tells you what your primary objective is so dom you pull you pulled a silent hill too uh you basically want like if people want the hardcore puzzles you will put it on like extra riddle or something like that yeah, if, if people want that, that is. Yeah, that that would be cool to have it as an option. But, like, for me personally, I'm just going to keep it on normal until I figure out what the hell I'm supposed to do. Mm. Or maybe hard. It's like, just don't have it where you gotta, like, do all this crazy stuff with, like, numbers and letters. Yeah, it yeah. kind of got ridiculous. Like, you, you just don't, you don't need it to where it's like you need a rocket scientist, a virologist, a fucking... Um, like you know, like somebody who can check your peen every twenty four seven or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like, just you, you don't what? need like six different scientists and doctors to figure out the puzzle. You like like hmm. that that type of shit. How about this? Would you guys want like I don't know? I'm just throwing this out there. Like maybe like kind of randomizer in a way. You know how like in RE two, you know, we had like the different kind of keys and all that. What if they had something similar to Dino Crisis with their puzzles, quote unquote, and all that? But the what? different disk and data, they'll just randomize and put in certain areas, and that's how they'll make it like a little bit difficult, I guess. Wait, randomizer or range mode? It sounds like a range mode. 
range mode. Uh, I could see a range mode working though. Oh, I bet though. I don't use a range mode a lot in Resident Evil, but I see uh, what he's talking about because like there is those moments in RE where some puzzles are RNG. Uh, mm-hmm. but in my honest opinion, I don't think it should be every puzzle, just like a select few where, okay, here's this puzzle you always go to. It changes like every time to keep the player on their toes, no matter what you play it on. That's fine. Yeah. But if it's like randomized all the time, I don't think it will be fun to get through because sometimes when you're speed running the game and you're trying to get through it fast enough, you're going to want to get it out of the way as fast as possible. So actually, to- um, one game does this actually, which is Resident Evil Three. Mm-hmm. Um, some puzzles are actually RNG based because it's different combinations. The water now, sewer I'm, puzzle, oh, yes. yeah. And not just the water, not just that puzzle. Just um, basically any puzzle that has like a type of combination or placement, that is RNG. And now, um, nothing wrong with that per se, as long as like you know, it's replay value. Mm-hmm. But Resident Evil Three kind of took it things a little overboard because there are like. I want to say four combinations for the puzzle inside the police um evidence locker. There's one with the clocks, the water puzzle you guys mentioned, uh, and I believe the music puzzle has RNG in it, or did they um flatline that when later releases? Um, I'm not too sure. The clock puzzle is still the same, but I'm not sure about the music puzzle. The um. One thing that I, I'm surprised you guys didn't mention, because I know we were kind of focused on the puzzles, but there's some something else that I feel like they could um, easily uh, improve upon, mm-hmm. and that is the the way that the special ammo works. Uh, special ammo, at least in Dino Crisis One and in Dino Stalker, it's very different because in Dino Crisis One you take like certain healing items and uh, combine them with maybe like your ammo, and that would make a uh, ammo type. Um, but in Dino Stalker, it's like you would just randomly find, like, special ammo or power ammo. And I feel as though they could easily take a system from, like, uh, Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil... Well, Resident Evil 2 Remake and Resident Evil 3, where maybe you have, uh, gunpowder to craft ammo. Because I think that would be a more surefire way as opposed to just, oh, let me take the risk of, uh, using up a healing item and making, like, uh you know, stun darts and stuff like that to make dinosaurs go to sleep temporarily. Mm-hmm. Those stun darts were actually really effective when it came to the first one. Oh, yeah, they were. I... But I, I enjoyed I, you know, I the... Just... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that I, I do think that they they can go about it a better way, I, I personally think. I, I kind of like that concept. It's a weird devil's advocate thing, but the reason is because it sort of requires you to sacrifice some of your resources in order to make the darts work. I, I do think that should be tied to, like, maybe a new difficulty or something where if people wanted to, like, craft all this different shit and they really wanted to, like, survive with less supplies... It should get higher in difficulties where you have to start to mix like health items together to make like a dart. But I, I did like that because it, it gave you sort of a means of thinking saying, oh, I don't know if I'm going to use this to revive myself or if I'm going to use this to make a poisonous dart. Do At you this- think that mm-hmm. uh, like, do you think they should pull the um, like power ammo or like uh but like special ammo from like Dino Stalker, where you can do like increased damage instead of like the uh, sleeping darts. 
Uh, yeah, that would give it a lot more variety because outside of just making like darts or maybe getting like the normal shotgun shells, it feels like ammo is limited in that game when they have this mechanic when you can mix like certain things together to make more powerful objects. So I think it's not, it's a system that is interesting, but it's not as good as the gunpowder from RE3. I think they could have expanded upon that a little bit more than usual. You know, it'd be really cool to see in Dino Crisis. I just wanted to put this out there. What do you guys think about a crafting system? I wouldn't mind it. That's pretty cool. Just the, like, I would really like to see, cause I know in Dino Crisis, uh, literally in literally Dino Crisis 1, 2, and 3, um, you mostly use like guns, but instead of having just guns, like what do you guys think about like, not only just having a crafting system, but what if you can use melee weapons? You know, I, I'd really like to see like, um, since Dino Crisis 1 and 2 like take place in the future and they have that technology, I was thinking uh, maybe there could be a crafting system to making possible uh, more powerful guns or even uh, melee weapons, like let's just say like a, a certain, like a futuristic chainsaw or something like that, shake down the Raptors. Uh, I don't know, what do you guys think about that? Depends how it's done because too many games today have a crafting system and good at a time is either okay or good or bad. Personally, I'd rather them go to the rest and even route and let me um, get upgrades or parts just to make the gun better rather than just like crafting these parts to make the gun better. It's interesting because the I... first game tried to do this, but you you just get like certain upgrades, like not as good as Resident Evil. It's like not distributed across the board. I, uh, I think it was mostly on the handgun. Yeah, like... it's, it's mostly on the handgun. I'm like, what if I want to upgrade my shotgun? What can I do with yeah. this? Actually, like I think one can, of the... can I just say something like really quick on that? Like, uh, that what they could do is take a similar system to like RE4 and kind of blend that in with what Dino Crisis Two did, where you go to like a computer and upgrade your weaponry there. Mm -hmm. So like, um, you know, like 3D printers or a thing. Well, what if they had like future like crafting machines that can craft like future parts and shit that like wouldn't make sense in real yeah, life, but would make didn't sense they have in a 3D? That didn't they have a 3D maker in the first one? Uh, when you, when so. you hit that lab before I you do the letter remember. puzzle? Because you guys remember that uh, that level where Rick helps you do the, the letter puzzle to open up that hatch? Um, wasn't there, or was that just a hologram? I don't know if there if it was a, a 3D... Uh, a 3D designer or just something for the portal. I can't remember off the top of my head. I was gonna say something inappropriate, but oh well. I was, <laughs> but I was, I, you know, but honestly, like, what if they did have a 3D, like a kind of like a 3D designer where you can actually uh, 3D design the the handgun and uh, craft it that way through computers and stuff? Like, I would, I would like to see that. I was gonna say, will it give like Regina bigger cheeks? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. I mean, you have the technology. I mean, who knows? You have the technology. We, you can rebuild. We have it. technology. We have technology. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, I, I, Just I, make your tits bigger see, too while you're at it. I I could see them taking a system similar to RE4 and blend, blending that in with the Dino Crisis 2 uh, shop system, and just kind of going from there. And, you know that would actually be kind of like um, Dead Space, where you actually see the the physical upgrades happening like in front of you, like when you upgrade your suit and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Like something like that. Like there's like a machine where you can like build uh, certain weapons or do it through like uh, 3D holograms and 
process it through a computer and do it that way considering like it does take place in the future oh yeah so. just like real quick like death space will be perfect because i did kind of feel like when you did mix and match like items in dino crisis one that it took like way too long to do like when, when you're making stuff you got to see is this going to be this is it going to be that so i i think death space having the quick menu would really work out well I gotta say also about the puzzles, I would really like to see them less complicated because when you look at the puzzles like the DDK's uh, disc, those were a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um, and I would really like, just like uh, Ren and Bile said earlier, I'd really like to see where um, a less complicated thing and, and, you know, have it optional, just like whatever difficulty that you're playing so that way, uh, all players don't have to suffer through one difficult. Like, if you really want to uh, do it professionally, like, have the have the puzzles really challenging that way to make it, like, really complicated um, if you really want to challenge. But honestly, just have the difficulties just normal. Uh, have it optional for whatever player is skilled better. Um, when it comes to the health bar, um, I would not... I don't really think, a, a, like, a showing a health bar would be the best idea i think they should go with like a heartbeat meter just like kind of like with uh re2 remake did i would like to see that for the health mm. um and uh with the camera angles i would always say fixed camera angles but honestly since i don't think capcom would do that in today's technology under the re engine i still do believe that the re engine does have potential to do uh all three camera angles like first person over the shoulder and fixed camera because i'm gonna um, um, be blunt here that um freaking fixed camera angles and dying crisis should not be a thing anymore especially well, after what happened with let three me, let me rephrase that i think if they're gonna do fixed camera i don't think it should be uh, a permanent thing i should be i think it should be an optional thing um that way because i know a lot of uh players like certain camera angles so i don't think uh you know, certain players like old school players would think like, okay, there would be options where you would have uh, fixed camera angles, first person view, or over the shoulder. Um, you know, I I've said this for a while back too with the RE2 remake, and even though sadly that happened um, during probably like during 2020, I mean, of course the RE engine is going to have like a new uh, model, and uh, it's going to be. Uh, updated and stuff so who knows what kind of technology that capcom will do with the re engine or how advanced it will get um but if you guys have saw it, there were actually images that capcom released a while back regarding the re2 remake where they did have the uh re2 remake shown in fixed camera angles over the shoulder and in first person so it does have potential but i would honestly say that at that time it was still fairly new so you know there was only uh certain things that they could have done with the engine so that i can understand but i think now um maybe if the re engine does get more advanced i think capcom could be able to do it um but have it on way um can you wrap it up though because we're still pressing 10. oh yeah go ahead that's all i had to say yeah okay what question were we on number seven yeah uh, I'll go ahead and read this one off real quick. Okay. Uh, wh uh, what, uh, how would you rank the franchise from best to worst? I think it's pretty obvious, though. So it's either going to be one or two at the top, 
and three and Donald Cycle at the bottom. I gotta, uh, I'm gonna answer this right now. Donald Crisis, number one in my book. Uh, then it's Donald Crisis 2, and then fuck Donald Crisis 3, I don't call it, so it doesn't count in my book. <laughs> it, it should be Donald Crisis 2, 1, Stalker 3. I agree. Stalker would be probably dead. No, actually, 3 would be dead last, but if I had the, uh, if I had the choice, yeah, it'd be 1, 2, uh, Donald Stalker and 3. Yeah, but fuck I three. Think, <laughs> I think with uh, for me, it's gonna be Dino Crisis one, then Dino Crisis two, then Stalker, then three, and then I think it's just uh, Ren and Brandon that haven't gone, or just Ren. Oh, mine's is easy. Just Dino Crisis two, Dino Crisis one. Nothing else exists. <laughs> Same. Same. What I think that bad. Three and three, and the other two don't. Don't count yeah, in my book. If, if you did. can, because uh, I'm not sure you you might be able to emulate Dino Stalker. I would I would say uh, emulate it. It's just the only problem with that that I've noticed. Uh, even though it it is kind of a standalone thing, uh, the audio is really fucking loud for no reason, and there's no way to adjust it in game. But I can read off number eight. Um, it's interesting to note that Shinji Mikami has gone on record and admitted that he failed with making advanced AI for the dinos during the development of the first Dino Crisis. Uh, what features should they incorporate to remedy this within the RE engine uh, if they were to ever do a proper follow-up or reboot or whatever the case may be? I think we kind of covered this earlier where uh, we were saying like they should be able to hear your heartbeats and follow yeah. your blood trails and smell you and stuff like Track that. Track your senses and all that. Yeah, so... Uh, you but don't honestly... Anything else that we and cover. the thing with the uh, the dinosaurs and the AIs and the uh, in the original, like, of course, like, there would be some fuck-ups with the AI, considering it was made back in 1999. Um, or I would say 1998, and then it came out in 1999, but still, it was back in the 90s, so, I mean, technology has advanced a lot since then, so... Of course, like, I'm not really surprised on that. Um, but like I said earlier, I think Shinji Mikami should come back and just reboot the series because I, I really want to, because uh, before I forget, um, he wasn't in, uh, he wasn't making, he didn't make the third one. He left after the second one, um, after when Capcom severely fucked that game up. Um, but I would really like to see his closure on what he can do with, uh, the first three and just end it with the third title. Like I would really like to see his perspective on what would he do after Donald Crisis Two. Like give his own perspective and how to tell the story. And you know, I think it would be his chance because considering that is his creation, I'd really like to see uh, his creation of a third game and see where uh, that would take place with like character development, story wise, atmosphere, and it just be really. Uh, it'd be a nice change to see. Uh, the Godfather yeah. Survival Horror come back after 20 years. So, uh, yeah. What we have, uh, since Nemesis, since you're gone, why don't you read off number nine? Because I don't think you read off any of the questions. Um, what do you think of the plot and characterization that Capcom does in all the Crisis games? Uh, for me, oh, I actually like the... I actually did like the character development of the first game. I did like the development of Regina's character. I think she was kind of like a Jill slash Claire character in a way. 
Um, Rick, on the other hand, and Gail, um, I liked Rick's sense of humor. Um, I sincerely think that they should, if they decided to reboot the series, I think that's one aspect that they should keep of him. Um, Gail, I thought he was a major badass, but um, I don't know. I really do think with his character development after when he died, I think he should have lived. Um, which was kind of a disappointment that he did, that he had to sacrifice himself in the end. Um, let's see. With Dylan, I thought, okay, I have to say this right now. With Dylan's character, I thought he was pretty cool, but the thing that really threw me off was the ending that uh, I thought the plot twist was really dumb on the reveal that he was actually Paula's future dad. I... I don't know. Like, it just kind of threw me off. I thought it was kind of a cheesy ending. Um, I think they should have done a little bit better with Dylan's character in the end. Uh, but besides the ending of that storyline, I think the character development of him was pretty good. Uh, Paula, I really wish that we should have seen more of Paula's character, honestly, kind of develop um, besides what we got. So... Um, but it is what it is, and with Donald Crisis 3, fuck that game, I will not say anything about that game. <laughs> Actually, I got a brief thoughts on this. Um, yeah, I, I just love Regina's character. She's like a more sassier Jill Valentine. Uh, her introduction in the first game is like, oh, that's disgusting. That tells you right there, she's a good character. Dude, she's I loved beautiful. her sense of humor. That's the thing I really loved about her. Also, there's one thing to note. Um with dino crisis one there is alternate endings so there is endings where gail dies and gail lives yeah isn't the canon ending he lives i don't know because they i'm don't... pretty sure it was because he was yeah. he injured at the end of the first game and regina had to knock him out yeah but they since they didn't show those characters again it's up in the air but i i would like to think that he lived along with rick it's just kind of complicated because like i i do Consider uh, Doctor or uh, Gail dying as a sacrifice to save Regina. It it just it just was kind of like I don't know. It just made more sense considering the the place that they were in was going down. So I'm like, okay, it's either Gail stays behind and uh, you know, with Doctor Kirk after when Doctor Kirk died. Um, I don't know. It just it felt more of a. Uh, a better way to end Gale's character just to uh sacrificing himself for his own team to live um i don't know the other ending where he does live where they i don't know i felt like there was no justice to it i don't know it felt it felt more right for some reason yeah it's weird but uh since they didn't bring those okay, characters back the and... canon ending is where Gale actually lives that's the canon ending so he oh, might no, be hospitalized okay. Like, I wouldn't see, I don't see the point of, like, him living. Because, like, if he died, what would be the point, you know? I mean, you can also I, say I, why Barry's alive in Resident Evil 1, you know? Yeah, but that was a more, I don't know, that was more, that made more sense, though. The, there is one thing, like, uh, just a little bit of a sidetrack here. That is one thing that I want to see come back, but Capcom just won't do it. I kind of want to see side characters die off and give us more alternate endings, and they don't do that anymore. Yeah, why is that? I was asking, I, I wanted to ask the same thing. I was, like, what the hell? I was saying that in the Discord call, like, yesterday, like, I don't know why they stopped doing that. I guess it's because they 
you know, got tired of doing the whole, oh, you got to guess if this ending is canon or not. So we just scrapped this entirely. Or maybe it's because they would piss off a lot of people and they'd bitch about it. I don't know. Hey, if they bitched about it, you could easily choose the ending where the character lives or dies. So at least they give you the option, right? Well, you know what? Do you know what I think it is too? Because uh, whatever ending that you have, you have to go back and replay the entire game. So I think that would be the frustration of it. Um, mm -hmm. So you wouldn't know what ending it would now, be. Like so matter. Maybe I I don't know. Maybe that's that's what I'm kind of that's what I want to ask. Like that's what I kind of am guessing right now. Like okay, if you go back and get like a shitty ending. That means you would have to go back and play the game again, which would really piss fans off. Which, with with me, I wouldn't really care because I like the alternate endings. Um, but like I said, I think in today's generation of gaming, people don't have the patience to go back and play uh, the game twice just to get the the right ending. I just remember this was one of the cool things that Silent Hill used to do. So, it, and yes. they still had like a canon route regardless with Silent Hill 1 to Silent Hill 3, even though Silent Hill 1 had all these different endings. So, I don't think it really bugs me too much. Actually, it gives the game more replay value to see those endings anyway. Or better, yeah, just why not make just a DLC like what they did with Robert Kendall and be like, okay, what if this happened? But I yeah. sincerely think it should be just replay replay value what about like what if they do like a, a b scenario like re2 where you finish the game like as a single canon but if you really really want to know the true ending you play it the second time around then you get a longer ending i, I could see that maybe yeah i, I would uh, i mean anything that they can do to make the game longer with that i wouldn't mind at all because i i do want to see like the uh, a reboot of donald crisis but have more stuff being playable that they weren't able to put in with the graphics and the and the uh, the engines that they had back in the 90s you know you know because they they are able to put so much in a game now and this is their opportunity to do it but i don't know why these companies want to half-ass their their projects you know i mean yeah if you ask me i think it would be a pretty good idea to like add stuff that or just add a new storyline or just add it to the original story and just continue it and just make the story longer I, for sure you know um, there's a lot so of we do actually have to wrap up um so i'm gonna read off the last question just so that we can kind of get our final thoughts out um otherwise yeah i wouldn't mind going on for uh, another two hours because it is a fun uh, fun <laughs> discussion to have for sure um but to close off this podcast, uh, did you see the Dino Crisis fan remake? And do you have any hopes for that going forward? I gotta I answer this first. I've not seen that remake. I've not answer. seen that remake, but I have heard about it. I gotta answer this right now. Team Arkley did an amazing job. I love it. Regina looks awesome. I can't. I I'm really excited to see Rick and Gail. The gameplay uh, trailer, like even Doctor Kirk. Um, but they actually released the gameplay trailer for the Regina for Regina, and I gotta say it looks absolutely amazing. And I honestly, I made a few videos on this as well. Um, I do think that if, which probably I'm guessing right now that if Capcom does find out about this, it will get shut down. Um, but I did say before in the past that if it does it would be a good thing because this will actually because people want a donna crisis remake for a, a long time and i think this would be the opportunity to open capcom's eyes and be like you know what this will influence them to remake donna crisis for fans 
and just like they did with Resident Evil 2 Reborn. And if that happens, I do want to see Team Arclay's uh, work with Capcom to remake Dino Crisis because they did uh, have Invader Studios work with Capcom when uh, when they shut down the RE2 Reborn uh, fan game. So, I mean, I hope for, like, for one, I, I hope the project gets shut down. But if that does, I really hope it does influence Capcom to remake the game. But I also would like to see Team Arclay team with them to actually bring that remake to us. Hmm. But Anybody other than that, like, Team Arclay's, Team Arclay's no. killing it. Yeah, man, that trailer or gameplay, that was <laughs> that was amazing. They need to hire those guys. I mean, if they really want to make a Dino Crisis 3, I mean, I could envision it looking exactly like that, but in a different setting. Same. It's like, uh, I don't have much to say on it because I didn't see, like, that much of it. But from what I've seen, it does look pretty good. And I hope that it's the same thing as Invader, you know they decided to go out of their way to make this fan project of re2 reborn and it influenced capcom to make the game now i know like deep down in the back of my mind this is going to get a dmca because it happens all the time but hopefully this gives capcom some goodwill to go out and say okay well we want to make the game now we're inspired let's take you in what were your ideas let's take them and utilize them and see what we could work with and the thing is, you know, too, like, I have to say right now, like, you know, we didn't... Fans wanted a remake of 2 for the longest time, and it's just kind of funny. I, I mean, I, I just... Out of all this mm -hmm. time, Capcom was ignoring the fans, but how ironic did it was it that as soon as somebody decided to make a fan project for RE2, then they come out of the woodwork and say, hey, we're remaking this, like, really shortly after fans knew about it. So I'm like, if Capcom... So their credit, though... Well, to their credit, though, um, they did, um, like, while they did shut it down, they did got the team or some of the people that worked on that fan remake on board for the most yeah, part. Invader, and... Invader Studios, yeah, they actually went out there and worked with them. And I, I was telling some people about this earlier that I don't think we were ever going to get a remake of 2 if if it wasn't for Invader Studios remake, uh, doing that fan project. So I, I really work. hope. I really do. It's just kind of obvious. It's just kind of weird because, like, for the past like that, like fifteen years or possibly more than that, almost twenty years now, fans have been demanding Capcom, and they haven't responded to anybody up until the point that Resident Evil Two Reborn was a thing. And then all of a sudden, now Capcom comes out and says, "Hey, we want to remake this." Why? It's because it was money. Because people wanted that game so bad, and they saw that. The, the amount of praise that RE2 Reborn was getting, Capcom was like, you know what? We can make a huge profit off this because this is what people want. Because honestly, if they didn't come out in, with Invader Game or Invader Studios, if Invader Studios didn't come out and uh, do RE2 Reborn, I don't think in the back of my mind, I don't think RE2 Remake was ever going to happen. I, I'm just saying right now. I want to play like a little bit of a devil's advocate because I think they wanted to do RE2 for the longest time. But apparently, according to what people have said, they said that they took that time to not do a RE2 remake after the first one because of RE4. They spent all their developer time on that instead. So they kind of forgot about it until uh, that sort of thing happened where people were very interested to see them remake the game. And I think it is definitely due to fan demand for sure. Yeah, it's just, I, I really hope, like, I, I'm, well, for one, I, 
I'm really happy that Invader Studios actually made that because I don't know, just something tells me that if it wasn't for them, I don't think Capcom would have done this. Like they probably would have done it eventually, but just not in the time that they actually came out and announced it, you know, probably way later on. Um, and that's what I want to see with the Donald Crisis remake. I do, I really hope it happens. And I really hope it'll do the same thing to Capcom again, just like it did with Invader Studios with the RE2 Reborn. So that way we can actually get a, you know, Donald Crisis remake. So maybe I, I'm crossing my fingers that the project does get shut down, that people do send this to Capcom. Um, so that Capcom can be like, yeah, people want a Donald Crisis remake and here's the fan project capcom like what are you waiting for this is good for you like get a good team get you know bring shinji back because you know people want to see him come back too um you know if, if they do it then this is a really good step for them and you know and so forth with the remakes and you know lastly that i have to put this before i forget um with the remakes i sincerely think capcom after probably code veronica or possibly after RE3, I think now is the time to go forward with the RE franchise with Resident Evil 8. Because I think at this point, when RE7 came out, I think Capcom are kind of stuck on coming up with new creative ideas that's never been done. And that's why I think why they're sticking to Remix right now. I mean, you can argue the fact to say that Devil May Cry 5 was probably a prime example. Like, yeah, that was a new uh game that from this in the series that took a right turn but with resident evil i think their problem lies with that you know and i really would like to see this story continue through new characters and stuff but i think that's where capcom's kind of struggling right now um but hopefully we do see more in the future but yeah i'm, yeah. I'm optimistic for the uh, future but we'll see what happens all right all right um Nobody has any final thoughts though, because I'm I'm going to yeah, open up my trolls. Oh no, we're good. We're good. Yeah. Just making sure, because I don't want to like you know cut people off now and just end it off abruptly. Yeah. We're all, we all good here. Got my pins out. Yeah, that's that's all I have to say about that. I got everything out. Are you sure? Yep. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm I'm optimistic for the future. I want to see what happens, but until we see those next gen releases from Capcom, uh, there's no telling what they will do or how they will do it. Uh, they made two great games with DMC5 and RE2 Remake, in my opinion. So if they continue this thread, and some people said Project Resistance was fun as well, I totally don't mind them making more quality content as long as they provide the fans with something that they want to see, then I'm totally for it. Green. Hey, alrighty. Um, for outro, so who want to go last? Renegade, you go. No, I'll, I'll go first. Uh, so you can find me on Twitter at rentoperative underscore, uh, YouTube, Renegade Operative. I'm working on some side stuff, uh, and this podcast is going to go up, like, maybe tomorrow. So look forward to that. I also made a review on Joker, so if you want to see my thoughts on that movie, you can see them right now on the channel. You incel. <laughs> uh i'll go next uh you can find me on as biodevil underscore dom on youtube and on twitter um getting close to uh finishing up the re5 review still waiting on some commissions from derek for the onimusha review but both of those should go up around the same time and i also have a project resistance video coming up soon but other than that nothing else going on um diva 
Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys could find me in my YouTube channel. Uh, I do cover a lot of Resident Evil content. I did cover Dino Crisis and The Last of Us, so you guys can find me there. It's H E Y D E V U H Deva, and you could also add me on Instagram. <laughs> hey Deva and H Deva for Twitter. All right, uh, Nemesis, a special guest. All right, so you guys can find me on YouTube, Nemesis, of course, and uh, you can also find me on Twitch, uh, NemesisX14. Um, on my YouTube channel, you can, uh, if you're interested in Resident Evil content, you know, even Silent Hill content <laughs> or uh, any uh, Last of Us content or news about Resident Evil, uh, check out the channel. But yeah, Nemesis, uh, YouTube channel, Nemesis, and Twitch, NemesisX14. So yeah, that's where you can find me. Um, you can find me on um, <coughs> you can find me on Twitter, YouTube as Immortal Brendel. You can find me on Twitch as Sarah Brendel, and there's a stripper dinosaur in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is that? There's a fucking dinosaur on the stripper pole. <laughs> God, they get ruined. That is so random, but funny as hell. <laughs> okay, and where else we find we can find you, Brandon? I'm here. Hey, did you end the recording? Cause I'm done. Uh, Dom has the outro himself. I already oh. outroed myself. Oh, good. Well, play Dawn of Dreams. There you go. Fuck Dawn of Dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's outro. Yeah, unless if I need to repeat myself, I mean, you all know should know where to find me. I think Ren leaves all the, the links anyway down in the description. All right, so we're so. going to have this guy go slap some Japanese titties. Uh, we had a good okay. time stream. We will see you guys later, and when we go live, we will let you know. I don't know what the next podcast is, but I have to take a look at it. I think we're going to do the horror movie thing uh, next. A lot, a lot of planned oh, stuff, yeah. too. So. Yeah, a Tekken podcast, all that fun stuff. So we're going to be talking about it. So Ooh, The movie podcast. or the games? All the games. Okay, because you said the movie. No, I, I, you're not going to square up that side. <laughs> <laughs> But we will see you guys in Streamland later. Once again, take care. Hopefully you enjoyed this. See you guys. See ya. Shepard Dinosaurs. <laughs>